Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And On top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 230 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by another Megan, Megan Poehler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She also spelled her name correctly. I was going to say, did she, she spelled it right? Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apologies to all the other Megans out there that don't spell it, air quotes, correct. <laughs> oh my God. So today we will be discussing part one of chapter 11 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Hermione's Helping Hand. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to strain your way through the details. You'll know what I'm talking about. I know. Before long. <laughs> and before we begin, let's go to Megan, also spelled correctly, for <laughs> weekly profit things. This uh, is a great weekly profit because this hit the internet and everybody went wild. Dude. It's so funny. Okay, so watching the reunion <laughs> and then they show that picture of Emma Watson, who's not actually Emma Watson, but is Emma Roberts. <laughs> right. And what's funny is I've totally seen that picture like in I don't know if it's an article or like another special, and it like also was said to be Emma Watson. So like this was not the first time I'd seen this photo as emma watson which made me laugh That's but hilarious. it's been confirmed it is not emma watson it is emma roberts and emma even posted about it on her social media and said she has never been that cute which i highly doubt it was so that was so funny though like it's a good way to laugh it off and be like oh haha you know yeah, yeah. i haven't gone <laughs> i haven't gone back into it to see what the replacement image is though because it it apparently has been oh fixed. yeah yeah i haven't either they also got the twins' names mixed up. Yep. Was that on purpose, though? I don't think I so. I doubt it. Uh, they should have been like, yeah, no, I did that on purpose, because that would have been funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Oh, I'm just saying. So, but yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also just, like, 
want to say before we move on. After watching the special for a second time, I just like wasn't that impressed with it anymore. I don't know. It's because they reused a lot of footage. See, but people like me don't know that. Right. If you don't know. (laughs) But the thing is, is like they claimed it to be something it wasn't. Yeah. That's that's what is frustrating. And like I get. You don't like it when people lie to you? No. And I get that COVID played a role. In like them not being together as much, but also like you mean to tell me you guys cared about COVID while filming this, but still filmed that massive great hall scene and they were all in there anyway. So like, what's the big deal at that point? That happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. And why didn't I see more of that? That would have been fun. I would have loved to have had like an angle where I was just like a fly on the wall for conversations that they were having, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I just like, I wish that it would have been more reminiscing and less behind the scenes. It yeah, was just, no, no, I agree with that. And I agree. Vinny said the highlights were Chris Columbus, Tom and Rupert. I would throw Emma in there, too, as a highlight. Uh, and Robbie, Robbie Coltrane. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter, please. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, that's what, like, the conversations were great, but like there wasn't that much of that if you break it down and like really watch it again. At least of mm-hmm. new content. Because a lot of the old stories and like a lot of the stories that they Mm -hmm. did tell, even though it was like them reminiscing, it was like repeat stories that they've already talked about in other interviews. So I was just like, can we like hear something new? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just there's no new stories to tell. But like, you know, there is because like, man, (laughs) the twins came out with that one about tricking Rupert. So like, clearly that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. I just like wanted more. Yeah. I would love to know who was uh, snogging. You know, broom cupboards, broom cupboards, man. Yeah. If I had a nickel. <laughs> I so I have heard a lot of people say that they wish it was a lot more like the Friends reunion, which I haven't watched yet, obviously, because I don't want things to get spoiled right, for me. Yeah, but no, like, don't watch that. But I do think that when the Friends reunion was filmed, they well, I don't know. I mean, their cast also isn't as big as the Harry Potter cast. So, like, it might have been easier for them to do with COVID. They did a lot of that outside. They were outside yeah. for the audience portion, at least. So, that like, one. I get that, that that played a role. But I also think that they could have done it better even with COVID playing a role. So, like, that's it, The what... Friends reunion was good. It was yeah. nothing mind-blowing, and, though. But it was them it was reminiscing good. of yeah. things on set. Talking exactly about what it was. their relationships mm-hmm. and things. And that's when people found, well... Yeah. 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 Well, you're past that, right? You you can't even I don't say. know. Just don't, <laughs> don't ruin, it. Don't, ruin it. don't just don't ask me. I don't know. Ask no, I'm ninety percent sure that you're already past what the season? I don't know seasons. What episode are you on? <laughs> the Ross one where they Rachel what? just broke out. Yeah. So in real life, they had a huge crush on each other, like during that time. Oh, the I know. Time where they really were dating on the show. Well, but like it, they think that had they gotten together in real life, it wouldn't have been as good on TV. Oh, so that was like that was a big chunk of like people had no idea that they had like this massive crush on each other when they were filming. Both with people now, real time. I think life. he is. I don't know if she is. Hmm. This is a friends podcast now. I don't know. I just like <laughs> a, like I liked Chris Columbus, but like all the other directors, all the things that they said were exactly things that I've heard them say before. And it was just kind of like, man, like for the 50 millionth time, I heard the story about Alfonso Cuaron telling them to write essays about their characters and Rupert didn't do it. Like, Jesus Christ, I don't need to hear that story again. Oh, my God. It's just like that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, can we move on? Do something new. Like, tell me something new. I don't know. Hmm. So it was just like the more I thought about it, I was just like, eh, it's 
kind of just like mad to me. I don't know. Yeah, there are special moments, but overall, don't get me wrong. There are still tear jerking moments, like Robbie Coltrane at the end, especially like Mm -hmm. holy moly. But you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I just want to throw that out there because you guys just listened to that episode, probably. So my mind has changed. I always Mm -hmm. see things with rose colored glasses immediately after watching it and then think about it. And I'm like, yeah, changed my mind. It's okay. I've done that things too. So, hmm. I was gonna say I never knew that they those candles were real. That's I that didn't know surprising. that either. That was cool. Oh yeah, that was in the documentary. <laughs> I don't. I have not watched. It. I but probably it's won't. It's so amazing. It. it is such yeah. a good documentary. Yes, yeah, really highly, good. highly recommend to anybody who cares about Potter to watch it. Like it's on YouTube. Just search the making of Harry Potter. The making of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like eight you know that Marty will never watch behind the scenes stuff because he doesn't want to know how things happen. Oh, I love the knowing. only thing I like watching is bloopers because those mm-hmm. kill me. Well, there's a lot of those in it. It's just like I tried just to get like a lot to of watch Mandalorian stuff, and he was like, "Nope." He goes, "Don't ruin the magic." I was like, "Okay." I agree, <laughs> Mister Science behind that. <laughs> so, I mean, if you enjoyed the reunion, you would a thousand percent love that documentary. Just. It's and in it's literally eight hours, except I will say there's one part that entirely features the author, which I just skipped over that part of it. It's part seven um, because it's just like her and Steve Clovis talking about screenplay and stuff, which like for me is just because I don't I just didn't care. But like it's mostly about the actors, the directors, the magic behind it, et cetera, et cetera very cool and it like breaks it down by like one part is like them finding the cast one part is all about creatures one part is all about sound and the music and all of like the um like john williams coming up with the ideas and the instruments that they use for like hedwig's theme and going through all of the different um music what is the word i'm looking for the score composers composers um one is like growing up on the set and like the ending, like the final year of filming. And that one is super emotional. That's the ending of the documentary. Like literally cry like a baby watching that. Cause it's like them on their final day. It's just, it's just really great. So anyway, make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at swish and flick podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it gives you access to our Felix Files episodes, Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. Send Potter stories or any questions or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Woo-woo. Beautiful. I don't have any ideas for this recap. It's the recap. <laughs> You're welcome. It's the recap. It's the recap. It's true. <laughs> that was, ah, that yeah, was beautiful. Oh, so, so good. So good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if I can get through this without coughing. So last yeah. time, all the juicy details from Voldemort's past are just coming out, coming to light. Marvolo and Morphin did end up getting arrested which freed Merope up to brew a love potion and marry Tom Riddle, Mama and Papa Voldy, 
Oh my god. Dumbledore tells Harry he can share the info with Ron and Hermione. Um, and then right before the chapter ends, we find out that the ring from the memories is the same ring that Harry saw in Dumbledore's hand, but he still won't tell him what happened. Still. He doesn't need to know. Nah, it's not <laughs> crucial. Not important. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, we don't see a comeback later. <clears throat> it's fine. So, you know, they're in school. They got schoolwork. They're busier than ever because, you know, they actually have to learn things. Um, and they aren't really talking to Hagrid, but they plan to talk to him, I guess. Because um, they're not taking his class. You didn't know that by now. And he's upset. Harry gets a new potions book, but he swaps the covers so we can keep the old one. Um, which I get because, you know, there's a lot of good things in that. But at the same time, I'd rather, I think I'd rather have the new one so it's not like falling apart. But I guess if you have like a whole new bind to it, you know, like the whole cover. Anyways, things are, that are not important or relevant to this. Oh so he's having Quidditch tryouts, he being Harry, um, that morning. And some students from other houses are there to also try out. Okay, not they're just there to look at him. He sends them packing, and then he goes through all of the positions, leaving the keeper for last because mm. uh, his friend is Noivis. Yeah, and that's that's where we get. Okay, is Hermione a seer? No, <laughs> she's just smart. <laughs> but she did predict correctly that the six years free periods were not necessarily going to be actually free, and she's right. So the blissful hours of relaxation that Ron was hoping for, and also I too hope for those hours, is not what they were getting. They were getting time to catch up on their homework. I mean, but like, they didn't have to do it, but if they didn't do it, they probably wouldn't sleep much. There's some free periods. They're just choosing to do homework. All right. Just saying. Anyways. But... They're studying like harder than ever. So every day they're studying like there's an upcoming exam and Hermione or not Hermione. Harry is barely able to understand half of what McGonagall is saying. And even Hermione has to ask her to repeat instructions um, sometimes once, sometimes twice. And I'm just thinking for like Harry, like a regular student like Harry these classes are so hard now if Hermione's having to ask for instructions to be repeated because usually, like, she doesn't. So I think that lets us know. Mm-hmm, for sure. It's tough stuff. And Harry's best subject was still potions, much to Hermione's dismay, and it was all thanks to the 0.5 hemoglobin <laughs> ruler. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, that gets snapped. That's awesome. I laughed at myself today. I think you've been hanging around me too much. Yeah, probably. You're welcome. So, <laughs> nonverbal spells were I now. I think about that because I had. Boy, oh. I? <laughs> in my head, when you said ruler, I'm thinking of like, like a measuring. Let me me- like those old school ones that are like wood with like the metal on top. That's what my mind conjured. I'm like. Synonyms for Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Point five hemoglobin ruler. My mind's preoccupied with with obviously school things. Princes. Oh my gosh. So 
Nonverbal spells were now expected during their lessons, not only in Defense Against the Dark Arts, but also in Charms and Transfiguration, too. And this is so tough because we don't really see them like, like, how do you learn the nonverbal spell? Sometimes it feels like when they went over it, it just felt like you either you could do it or you couldn't, you know, and it's like, well, what are the what's the steps? Are we scaffolding here? How do we reach this? Like, come on. And so obviously this is a spell performed without speaking the incantation aloud. And it's very, very handy. But like, how do you learn how to do it? Is anybody teaching you step by step what to do? You know? No, it's not that. No, Bueller for like nonverbal. Yeah, like I don't know. I think it's just something that you have to learn. I was just wondering, like, how are they teaching this? Because everybody seems to be struggling. I genuinely think it's just something that you like. You like you have or you don't, or sometimes it just, just clicks in after you try. You practice, but, but how do you practice? What do you do? It's, it's in one your of head? those things where like you just have to say have... it in your head a million yeah. times. Good Lord. And you can either you're either gonna get the skill or you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just wish I knew like what the lesson was. You know? Say a spell without speaking the words out loud. That's the lesson. Just in your head. In your yeah. head. <laughs> in your head. Nonverbal. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> Anyways, many students are song. struggling with this, okay? So the point where they are purple. Whoa, where's my bell? In the face, okay? And they're straining like they had taken some you know poo. Oh, and that's a, that's a lot of straining, okay? That's where we're straining our way through the details, okay? Don't strain. <laughs> so going to the greenhouses by this point was a relief. And... That even though they were dealing with more dangerous plants than ever, like even though you know second years are pulling up mandrakes, but that's not my business. Um, they are permitted to swear loudly if the venomous tentacula seizes them from behind. What's that? Well, once my computer redirects, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a plant. No, it's a green, green, evil, spiky, toothsome, magical plant with mobile vines that try and grab living prey. It's mobile. Call me on my mobile. (laughs) 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 So um, the wiki says the venomous tentacula expelled venom from its shoots and its spikes were deadly. Its bite was highly venomous. It's talking like it doesn't exist anymore. Um, and it could easily stun or kill. Its juice was also a less than lethal poison. Used for student research in uh, classes at Hogwarts, particularly by 60 year students. They are permitted to swear. We love this. Um, <laughs> I just think that's nice of her. Me too. If you're frightened oh, and it cool. comes out, you're not in trouble. All right. See you at the Hufflepuffs. We cool. Yeah. So they had giant eyeless heads with fangs, though the shape of its mouth tends to vary along with the many leaves surrounding it. It also has many large vines as appendages that acted like arms. 
which may or may not have also had separate heads of their own at the end. The severing charm could be used to both stun the plant and sever its vines. Venomous Occasion- tongue. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. They make no, me think ahead. of piranha plants. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I, I have like literally yeah. always envisioned in my head is like an enormous. <laughs> like uh, multi-head yeah. piranha yeah. plant. Yeah. yeah. It makes me think of, um, what's that old musical? Well. <laughs> with the guy. Rocky Horror. No. Um, with that uh honey i shrunk the kids rick is that rick is that his rick name Moranis? yeah he's in a musical yeah little shop of horrors um, i understand that's what i meant to say that's not horror. what came out <laughs> yeah <laughs> had the word horror in it. You, almost, you almost got it you almost got it um Occasionally, aside from biting, some forms of the plant could also fire spiky spores like balls from their mouth at targets. Spiky spores. And yeah, so they eat chis... What? Chis purples? What? What's that? And what is the source? 10. Video game. We're ignoring it. scratch that uh yeah don't worry about it (laughs) so anyways herbology class is on with an enormous amount of workload and hours practicing nonverbal spells they had not been able to find any kind of time to go and visit hagrid and this is a really sad tweet you guys because he's a very emotional guy and he's taking this really hard and honestly don't blame him because Whether you view this as that's right or that's wrong, Hagrid views the trio as his friends. Yeah. And it's not just student-teacher relationship. Like, there's friendship But even, like, if you had... If you were in that situation where you were teaching a specific class and you had students that you were very close to, Mm -hmm. would you not be upset that they didn't say... Like, not even give you, like, hey, we're not going to Yeah, I would be sad. I'd be sad. Like, so I... Yeah. You know... Rightfully so. Yeah. Especially when you're close to And and some people, I'm sure we're going to get somebody that says he shouldn't have been like that. But... You here's my thing when people tell me or other people how to feel makes me want to swear at them. So don't ever tell someone how they should feel. Thank you. Fictional or not. I just got real fired up, and this is not a real situation. (laughs) You cannot see her, but her face is rather red right now. I almost (laughs) genuinely wanted to say a swear. She got real spicy there for a second. No, like I just it's just something I really hate. Like, don't tell me how I should feel. I agree. And you shouldn't tell him, regardless of his age or what he's doing or whatever. Yeah. It's still upsetting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Anyways, so if you don't remember, they are not taking care of magical creatures this year, and tensions are going to be a flying. Because Hagrid's quite emotional about this, and like I said earlier, rightfully so. He has stopped coming to meals at the staff table, which is a huge ominous sign. And on a few occasions when the trio had passed him, either in the corridors or out on the grounds, he had failed to notice them in their greetings. And so finally, when Hagrid is absent from breakfast on Saturday, Hermione tells her little group, a.k.a. Ron and Harry, that it's time to go and explain to Hagrid why they're not taking care of medical creatures. Like, it's time to talk, right? Yeah. And so this is what it said. Quote, 
We've got Quidditch tryouts this morning, said Ron. And we're supposed to be practicing that Aguamenti charm from Flitwick. And he's these are exclamation points. He's very excited. Anyway, explain what? How are we going to tell him we hated his stupid subject? Ron, that's rude. We didn't hate it, said Hermione. Speak for yourself. I haven't forgotten the scroots, said Ron darkly. And I'm telling you now, we've had a narrow escape. You didn't hear him going on about his gormless brother. We'd be... We'd have been teaching Grop how to tie his shoelaces if we'd stayed. Shoelace. <sighs> Ron. I think he's heightened up, though, like right now. He's real hype. Oh, yeah. Be- right before tryouts. Yes. And like I. And he would thing. have never said stupid subject to Hagrid's yes, face. I, I think don't he's just want people to think that I'm mad that they're not ta- that he- they're not taking his class. I just am ups- like he's I think upset they had didn't tell him you know what i mean like that's yeah the yeah that's communication you know um but yeah okay we also have to remember that they are children so like obviously yes. out of the three of them hermione is the most mature so she's gonna obviously think of hagrid's feelings before the other two yeah yeah well i think harry thinks about it too i yeah. think that when he stops and pauses but I feel like they've been going so much. And that's something that Haggard also needs to understand when they have yeah, that conversation. Y- yes. I mean, he's not completely faultless either because no. obviously ignoring them and everything. Like, yeah, that's, that's also... not right. <laughs> but again, feelings are hurt and you make decisions. Yes. But he he's also in the position where like he never really had a chance to like grow up with with parents and like to tell him like how he didn't have like really good role models of like these this is how you can deal with your feelings yeah um and especially when these books are written people didn't talk about their feelings like they do now true so sometimes true. you just need help how to like figure out how to navigate them and how to respond when you are upset word aguamenti what's that it's a charm do uh, it's gonna show up later too yeah I was just going to say, do you think that this is like foreshadowing for the fact that Harry's going to need this spell? Well, he Mm -hmm. is going to try to use it, but it's not going to work. It's not. It's not going to work at the lake. If you don't remember. I like that. You look me right in the eye. You looked confused. No, I knew what she was talking about. Okay. (laughs) I was thinking, no, I was actually thinking about the fact that even in my section, there's a lot of foreshadowing Mm. to people in the later book. Yeah. So this uh, is going to show up later literally at the end of this book pretty much um where harry is trying to get dumbledore water at the lake and voldemort pretty much says no thanks you can't do that here but can so he can't even use the spell i don't remember if i'm being honest he, it fills up he can't like but he can't his mouth i don't know <laughs> just asking I don't know. why not like a like a hose remember when yeah. you're a kid no i know what you're talking That's about why you shouldn't water? leave home without well, a water bottle you know, uh, right. water. well, they were thinking we're going to the lake. There's water there. We could probably drink it, right? No, fools. Oh. It's salt water. Fools. You're fools. With dead bodies. <laughs> so, yeah, he like can't pour it, I guess, with his little feel. Anyways, so it is a charm that conjures up a jet of clean, drinkable water from the tip of the caster's wand. In addition to being a charm, it is also classified as a conjuration in an advanced form of transfiguration uh is that because it's uh like an element i'm gonna open this tab maybe let's see what maybe you use the water in the air 
distinguished from other oh. branches of transfiguration by their ability to transfigure the desired object from thin air quotes air quotes <laughs> thin air, air oh. quotes. <laughs> <Literally. Yeah. laughs> while it's opposite vanishment causes desired objects to disappear from existence um yeah i enjoy so that's gonna show up later in a very sad way yep oh marietta used it <laughs> don't say that name marietta oh marietta <laughs> never heard of her uh. Moving on. Oh, Marietta. She was a year ahead of them, She's so like, I guess she uh, would want it. She's like Flicks mascot. She really is. <laughs> oh, my God. She's awesome. <laughs> Do you want to know what the word gormless means? Yes, please tell me. Stupid. Oh, I thought that said Tiffany. No. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Spelled differently. I there are synonyms, that, though. I did make that joke to you the other day when you were saying <laughs> about unanswered prayer, and you're like, yeah, Marty, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you spelled Sarah wrong. <laughs> She's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was nice, Ron. He is... Ron. He's so amped up right now, you guys. He's very anxious. Yes. And Hermione's very upset about this whole thing. I don't blame her. I would feel very guilty as well. And... I, too, don't like upsetting people. And Harry assures her that they're going to go down and see him after Quidditch because he misses Hagrid, too. Um, but he was with Ron in thinking that they're better off without Grop in their lives. I mean, it's probably not wrong there. It's a terrifying mm, responsibility. I don't want to say. I, would, I well, wouldn't want to hang. But the thing with Grop too is that like he's also not in an environment that's like good for him no, either. True. No. So like for him to truly thrive, he should probably not be tied up. Correct. Driving. Um yeah. or like in a and I know that like the Forbidden Force is like kind of big, but like not big enough for him. You know what I mean? Like Well, if you think about where, where the can, giants like, were living, it wasn't like a wooded area, you know? When, yeah. when they were talking but about it, it was like But they were also forced to go there. Open space. Lord Farquaad said no. You're going to be camped here. He coughed and he puffed and he signed an eviction <laughs> notice. Hello, Farquaad! Dulacus! <laughs> <laughs> You want to feel old? That movie's like 30 years old. Not really. Just oh my went, god, um, I was like, it is like not 30 years it's old. It's like 20 years old. I My grandpa was still alive. Aww. And he died in, I think, like 2004. We just went on that ride at Universal for the first time. Because it's closing this month. And the last good. time. And the last time, yeah. It was, it was Let me tell you. Did you like it? It, or it no? needs to close. It, it's not that sad. <laughs> it's leaving. But I do love Shrek. That's not to say I don't love it. Shrek I is like a Shrek. great movie. Yeah. I did not like that ride. See, Shrek's this last year turned 20. Wow. This year, he's, they're going to be able to drink. In America, at least, you know. Other countries, they might be able to laugh. Okay. <laughs> You're a dork. You know he's Scottish? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that he did the entire movie almost without the uh, Scottish accent and decided to redo it? What? And also, Chris Farley Chris was Farley, originally the person that yeah, was Yeah, Chris be Farley Shrek, was supposed to be he Shrek. died. He recorded some stuff, I think. Yeah, he? He, I think he recorded a lot of it. Wow. Yeah. He passed away before. Oh, R.I.P. Wands up, pour one out. I love yeah. Chris Farley. Oh, funny guy. <sighs> Myth. This took a turn. I'm so sad now. <laughs> Anyways, 
Apparently, a lot of people had tried out for the Gryffindor team, and trials might take all morning because of the amount of people. And this confuses Mr. Potter. And he's just wondering why all the popularity all of a sudden. Hermione's like, duh. Because he's hot. Gryffindor team's not popular. (laughs) Harry Potter is. And he has never been more interesting and fanciable. Just wait till he actually saves the world. Mm. We'll be beating off the people with sticks. Sticks. Harry's always Jenny in front of him. Oh God! Don't even look at him. Don't think about him. (laughs) This is what makes him so great. It is what makes him great. He's oblivious, oblivious and sassy. Um, so Ron gags on a large piece of kipper. Which I knew was fish, but I didn't know if it was like a specific type or like something. So I looked it up and it is specifically a British breakfast dish. And it is made of herring that has been cured via kippering, which means split open, cleaned, salted and smoked and then usually grilled, broiled or sauteed. It sounds absolutely disgusting. So. That's a no for me. I'd probably <clears throat> I'd try it. I don't know if I'd like it, but I try it. I like it fish. Makes me think of Nigel Thornberry. Didn't he like kippers? Oh, yeah. Oh, he did. <laughs> uh, so Hermione goes on explaining. And by the way, Ron gags on this piece of kipper because Hermione calls Harry fanciable. He's a little jelly belly. <laughs> So Hermione goes, everyone knows you've been telling the truth now, don't they? The whole wizarding world has had to admit that you were right about Voldemort being back and that you really have fought him twice in the last two years and escaped both times. I think that this is meant, this is what the, but I am the chosen one scene is kind of meant to be in the movie because like this scene doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're right. But I think it has similar humor, except I do kind of wish Ron had been there because, like, he just adds. He's just funny. I just love Ron. gag on a kipper. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So Harry, like, feels hot as she starts talking about him this way. Yeah, he does. (laughs) And is sort of, like, embarrassed or something. I don't know. I think he's just, like, out of his element. Like, he doesn't want to believe that he could be the cause of this. You know what I mean? That he could be... The chosen, but I am the chosen one, fanciable. So Hermione continues and says, and you've been through all that persecution from the ministry when they were trying to make you out that when they were trying to make out that you were unstable and a liar. You can still see the marks on the back of your hand where that evil woman made you write with your own blood, but you stuck to your story anyway. And then Ron tries to butt in here and he's like, you can still see the scars on my arm from the brains. (laughs) I love him. But she just needs some attention. He does. He does. Um, (sighs) And she also points out that Harry grew about a foot over the summer, and Ron's like, "Um, I'm tall. (laughs) And I also love. What do they say in the movie? Like, she's got nice skin. Yeah. (laughs) As far as, you know, skin goes. God. I do kind of love how they could really. Your hair is clean. (laughs) I'm I do kind of love how they couldn't really include that line, though, because, like, Dan is so short, like, it wouldn't have made sense. He didn't mm-hmm. grow that much. Nope. Mm-hmm. But Rupert did. So that, that you know, Ron could have been like, but I'm tall. I'm tall. Yes. Uh, so the owl post arrives, and it's raining outside, so the owls are dripping water all over everybody. And there seems to be more post lately than usual, just because of parental anxiety 
They just want to like the parents want to hear from their kids. They want to reassure them that all is well at home. There's just like a lot more communication going on because of everything that's going on in the world. Um, so Harry hasn't really received any mail since the start of the term, mostly because, quote from the book, his only regular correspondent was now dead. And although he had hoped that Lupin might write occasionally, he had so far been disappointed. And I honestly, in this book, I feel for Lupin because he's going. He's occupied with the Tonks situation and. He has a lot of issues. It's weird. His best friend just died. Of course, he's got issues. Yeah. What, Katie? It's weird when you call him that. Lupin. Yeah. I know Remus. It's weird. Remus is going through it, so I just think that it's really hard for he. He truly never really has the chance to like be a real father figure for Harry beyond those lessons in third year, like. Because at this point, yeah, like he loses Sirius after just gaining Sirius back. I'll help him find him. He. What? <laughs> what? I said, I'll help him find him. I don't get it. He's lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, he's dead, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead, though. How come he wasn't in the reunion? Yeah. How come a oh, lot of people yeah. weren't in the reunion? It probably was because of COVID. For well, some reason, Julie I'm Walters, sure. I understand not being there. What? She. Who? Julie Walters. Oh, why? She's ill. Oh, we're in remission. I'm not sure which one. Oh. So I get that. I mean, there were a ton of people that it would have been cool if they were there, but yeah. Alas, welcome to the world of 2021, now 22, eh. and 2020. It's all a mush of years. <laughs> I know. Um, and also, like on top of losing Sirius, he also now is feeling conflicted with Tonks. His brain has to just be all over the place. So, like, I truly just. I feel for him. Um, so Harry was surprised when he saw Hedwig because she brought him a box and Pickwidgeon also brought the same box to Ron. And it was their new copies of advanced potion making from Flourish and Blots. Um, and Hermione's like, well, good. Now you can return that copy that you'd been using. And Harry's like, Haha, no, I figured it out. So he uses Defendo to sever the covers from each of the books and then repairs them together so that the new cover is on the prince's copy and the prince cover is on the new copy. Yes, Katie. Since Hedwig and Pigwidgeon brought the books, does that mean you like send the order with your owl and your owl sits there until they process and package Maybe. and ship it? You know what I mean? Like, are they just hanging at Flourish and Blast until this book was ready? I also kind of wondered if there was a system where like they like packages just get delivered to the owlry and then the mm. owls know like, oh, I have to pick that up and bring it down when it's delivery time. Yeah. Like, is there like a whole massive peck of owls that like, like a, a peck whole, of owls, like a whole owl fleet, like probably owl is on and they all go out and they <gasps> deliver. Owl is, on. owl is on. I love that. <laughs> That's really good. But also, that's really good, Katie. That is really Thanks. good. 
Good Thank job. you. Thanks. Let's just turn everything into Al stuff. Al's Caban, <laughs> Al's one. They really run the world. I would shop world. from there. Al Wars. Al And Harry also then says, well, like, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Slughorn. I forgot his name. Slughorn won't be that mad. This copy of the book costs nine galleons, and that is about $67. Yikes. Yikes, but also not really, because, like, think about how expensive college books are. Accurate. So, You're right. I mean, it's expensive, but, like, it could be a lot worse. It's true. Yeah. Um, Dumb. Dude, paying for those books, like, just pained my heart every My term. brother told me the best thing, which some people might not like. But he was like, I never, he never bought the books until he went to at least one class. He's like, half of them, they didn't want you to use them. Yeah. Some, I, of, some of the professors were like, yeah, I'm also, not going to do that to you. I never bought the books. I'm not <laughs> a great student. And like, if they told me to read something, I wouldn't read it. So I'm very rarely cracked open eight textbooks. Anyways. I saved a lot of money on books in college because I didn't buy them. Or I would buy them like second, third, fourth hand off of like reseller websites. They were like a very small fraction of the cost um so hermione presses her lips together and she looks angry and disapproving but was distracted by a third owl landing in front of her carrying the day's daily profit and she unfolds it hastily to scan the front page and ron in a quote determinedly casual voice says anyone we know dead which is just sad because he poses the same question every time Hermione opens the paper um and like honestly this has nothing to do with that question but all to do with Hermione being upset at Harry she should just like embrace the fact that he's gonna keep this book and like ask to read the tips hone those potion skills she's being use the book with Harry I'm sure he'd share it he did offer to both of them yeah he did He's not trying to be a, a book hog. So, yeah. Um, so Ron asks if anyone they know has died. And Hermione says no, but there has been more Dementor attacks um, and an arrest. <clears throat> and Harry just says, well, who? Thinking like, just kind of casually thinking like someone like Bellatrix. And then Hermione says Stan Shunpike. And Harry's like, what? So Hermione reads Stanley Shunpike. Stanley conductor on the popular wizarding conveyance the night bus has been arrested on suspicion of death eater activity mr shunpike 21 was taken into custody late last night after a raid on his clapham clapham home didn't realize he was that young makes sense but also like wow how old is he oh 21 21. um so harry's like no way like stan shunpike is not a death eater and ron says well maybe he's been put on the under the imperious curse you can never tell and Hermione says it doesn't look like it, though, because it's reported that Stan was overheard talking about the Death Eater's secret plans in a pub. So if he was under the Imperious Curse, why would he just be? Or, yeah, if he was under the Imperious Curse, would he just be gossiping about Death Eater plans? Um, so Maybe Ron, it was a way to make it look like he wasn't under the Imperious Curse. So they had him do that on purpose. I mean, it is confirmed that he like was. Under, right. Right. I'm making sure for myself. Um, so where was I? Oh, Ron says, it sounds like he's trying to act like he knew more than he did. And he brings up, um, the fact that he was trying to go on about being the minister of magic in front of that Vila. Do you remember that? Yeah. And Harry's like, yeah, that's him. 
Like, I don't know what they're playing at taking Stan seriously. So Hermione says, I think, says something that I think is very true. She says they probably just want to look as though they're doing something. They've already been, they already had to backtrack on a whole year's worth of slandering Harry and Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Saying Voldemort's not back. Um, so Hermione tells them that people are terrified. The Patil twins' parents want them to go home. Eloise Midgen has been withdrawn and picked up by her father just the night before. So I looked her up because I couldn't remember her. Good old Eloise. She actually has mentioned like quite a few times. She's the one um, in the fourth book who has bad acne and she tries to remove them. Oh, I remember that. Um, but ended up needing to have her nose reattached. <laughs> yes. Um, she's also the one that Hermione suggested that you'll uh, Ron take to the Yule Ball. He like balked at the idea. Um, and then the following year, Hermione. Oh, Hermione warned anyone who snitched after signing the Dumbledore's army paper um, that they would be hit with a jinx that would make Eloise's acne seem like a couple of cute freckles. So this poor girl, all she's known for in this series is having bad acne and then getting taken out of Hogwarts by her dad. Um, But Ron is shocked and he says, but Hogwarts is safer than their homes. It's bound to be. We've got Aurors and all those extra protective spells and we've got Dumbledore. So then Hermione gets very quiet and she's like, I don't think we have him all the time. His seat has been as empty as Hagrid's has this past week. And now that Harry's thought about it, he hasn't even seen Dumbledore since their private lesson a week ago. So Hermione says, I think he's left the school to do something with the order. I mean, it's all looking serious, isn't it? Which he he's not really doing something for the order, but she's on the right track. Um, So neither of them answer Ron or Harry, but he knows that they're thinking the same thing. This is really super sad, but from the book, um, there had been a horrible incident the day before where Hannah Abbott had been taken out of Herbology to be told her mother had been found dead. They had not seen Hannah since. So, like, things are truly getting much darker and much more serious. It's just scary times. So they leave for the Quidditch pitch. Quidditch pitch. Whoa, almost had an accidental (laughs) swear. And past Lavender Brown and Parvati Patil. They're whispering together, looking distressed. This makes sense to Harry because they had just found out that Parvati might have to go home. Um, But until Ron comes closer and Parvati nudges Lavender and she looks around and gives Ron this big old smile. And Ron's like, okay, not really sure what to make of it. But his walk instantly starts becoming a little bit more like a strut. And Harry mentions to himself that he wants to laugh, but then he remembers Ron didn't laugh at me when Malfoy broke my nose, so I'm going to do the same kind of respect for him. But Hermione, she looks cold and distant all the way down to the stadium, and she didn't even wish Ron good luck. He doesn't need it. He's got her. That's true. (laughs) She will be his luck. (laughs) So the tryouts take as much time as Harry had expected them to. And it seemed like everyone showed up like the entire, I think it says like more than half of the the whole of uh, Gryffindor, like literally first years through seventh. And he immediately recognized Cormac McClagan McClagan from Slughorn's train lunch thing. And he asks him like basically saying like, oh, you didn't try out last year. 
Um, and it turns out that like he had wanted to, but he ate too many doxy eggs, like a pound of them, uh, because of a dare. And he was in the hospital wing, which sounds like a typical teenage boy. And maybe not. I don't know. But I knew teenage boys that did dumb things. <laughs> that makes me think of Tide Pods. Oh, God. Don't do that stuff. Don't, just don't do it. You can say no. Yeah. Peer pressure is not life. It's fine. <laughs> um, and so on the wiki with Doxy eggs, it says the eggs of a Doxy were black in color and they were used as an ingredient in potion making, such as in the girding potion, which I don't know what that is. So let's click on that because that seems somewhat interesting. Um, and under properties, it says poisonous. <laughs> the girding potion was a potion that um, gave the consumer prolonged endurance. The maximum dosage was two vials. It was a rather foul odor. Um, and Hermione made it in 1996. So that's cool. Um, so doxy eggs, anything else to say about them? Says being that the doxy is a fairy like beast, bow truckles apparently were drawn to their eggs as readily as fairy eggs. They caused illness when eaten by humans as they were poisonous. Don't so eat cool. them. Don't yeah. eat them. Don't eat things you're not supposed to. You know? Probably mm-hmm. probably good thing to have in life, you know? <laughs> Just maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he told, uh, he told him to go wait with the rest of the group and kind of got the feeling that Cormac had expected special treatment because they were both favored by Slughorn. Uh, and Herod doesn't care. (laughs) That's the simple truth. He doesn't care. Um, and so the first thing he has them do is kind of divide into groups to fly around and they're like groups of 10. Um, and so the first group was a bunch of first years and many of them really didn't know how to fly well. And like one boy, that was able to get up into the air and stay in the air, um, crashed into the goalposts. Uh, group two was full of, and this is quoting for the book, 10 of the silliest girls Harry had ever encountered, encountered who, when he blew his whistle were merely fell about giggling and clutching one another. Ramil Devane was amongst them. Uh, so he tells them to leave. So they go up to the stands to like watch the rest of the tryouts. Um, Ramil Devane, we've met her before. Um, we also know, she is the actress that plays her has great hair i'm just saying on the wiki she's very pretty and i love her hair super curly beautiful obsessed any hoosies she is a witch and a gryffindor student at hogwarts obviously um and she developed an obsessive crush on harry she gives him a love potion which because like he like i think left it for a long time um it, and we talked about this on a previous episode that like the longer you leave a love potion, the stronger it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ron and mistakenly in Jessica's chocolates. Uh, and you know, that doesn't end well for him. Cause he almost dies. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. Um, let's see. She said she was a member of the Dumbledore's army. She fought in the battle of Hogwarts. Um, she allegedly survived from De- Deathly Hallows Part 2 in the movie. She's alive, I guess, at the end of it. I don't know. Um, What's there to say about her? I probably won't go too much into her because we'll probably talk about her later because, you know, Ramil Devane. Mm-hmm. But again, we're going to see her. She's going to pop up again because she's in love. 
So quoting more from the book, the third group had a pile up halfway around the pitch. Most of the fourth group had come without broomsticks. The fifth group were Hufflepuffs. So Harry, who is getting, Uh, he's getting very annoyed at this point because I think that this is how many years is he like, has he really tried out? Has he tried out for the team every year? I'm on, I don't remember if he like goes to tryouts or Ron? like no Harry. Oh, I don't think it's. Um, I don't know if it's mentioned. No, I think about I don't know it. if it really is mentioned because like <laughs> he says he's like, well, you're already on the team to Katie. She's like, no, like you need we have to do tryouts. Um, yeah, and so maybe maybe he's there just because he's like automatically going to be the seeker. But like, I don't know if this has ever been like this with this many people. So he's already out of his element because he's never been the captain, but he's also out of his element because there's so many extra people who probably, if he wasn't the captain, wouldn't have tried out. Um, So obviously he tells students, he gets all out and says, if you're not in Gryffindor, leave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then it's noted that there are some Ravenclaw kids that also leave. (laughs) that were there as well um and so now we can continue the tryouts which last about two more hours um and they had you know in that time there's a crash with um a comet 62 except it says 260 and some broken teeth and so he's picked his chasers we've got katie bell who has already played for the team he knows she's good he's watched her um demelza robbins who was new but good at dodging bludgers and then of course he couldn't exclude the future wifey jenny um and this is a little quote from the book it says who had outflown all of the competition and scored 17 goals to boot yeah yeah. um and it seems like the rest of the humans trying out for chaser aren't super happy so he tells them to get out of his way or he will hex them (laughs) (laughs) he's not messing around because he's annoyed (laughs) yeah but also leave but katie bell comes up again obviously we've met her before because she's been playing quidditch but um she is going to be um she's the lucky one Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) she gets a net well she doesn't get a necklace but she's like "Ooh, this necklace is pretty let me touch it and then the necklace is like i got you (laughs) she got got as tiffany would say i got um but obviously She's a Gryffindor. She's been playing Quidditch. Um, she's part of Dumbledore's army. She gets cursed by the Opal Necklace. Um, and she recovers at Tim Mungo's, the hospital for magical maladies and madudes, you know? Um, and she does return and she does fight in the last battle, Battle of Hogwarts. Um, for her. Yeah. And then I said, I'm not looking Ginny up because we know her. <laughs> She's a great Quidditch player. Awesome human. You know, blah, blah, whatever. We like her. <laughs> we know her. I know her. Uh, so the beaters are next. And whilst there aren't, basically, there aren't any that are as great as the twins. He is pleased with his choice of Jimmy Peaks and Richie Coote. Um, and Jimmy Peaks just sounds like, uh, he makes me think of like a gangster or something like, Jimmy oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so he picks them and then he tells them to join the rest of the spectators like in the stands so of course i looked up these lovely men um so jimmy peaks <laughs> jimmy peaks he was a wizard and a student at hogwarts um we know he's chosen by harry to be um a beater on the garbage Gryffindor Quidditch team. He looks so and happy. And it says in that pictures. he and Richie replaced Jack Sloper and Andrew Kirk. And we know they were like the stand-ins for um the twins after they were banned for life. Life. Um da, da, da. 
There's some, there's Sean Peaks is a possible relative. I don't know who that is. Species is human. Jimmy Peaks, man. It's like, you don't mess with Jimmy Peaks. (laughs) Jimmy Peaks. (laughs) Don't meet him in a back alley. (laughs) He just sounds like, you know, he's got, he's got people that work for him. I've been working for Jimmy Peaks for 15 years. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh. Let's see. I don't know. It says he was in his third year, I guess, when he tried out. Um, for the Quidditch team. I almost asked if second years could play. Dumb. It says during tryouts, Jimmy caused Harry to receive a swelling on his head the size of an egg. A swelling? I wonder what kind of egg, though. Like, ostrich, uh, duck. They're all different sized, you know? Quail egg. Hummingbird. Um, I don't think hummingbirds lay eggs. (laughs) What is that quote for family guys? Are you out of your skull? But I think, like, the world's smallest egg is a quail egg, I think. No, hum- hummingbirds have <gasps> eggs. Hummingbird how eggs else? look like the tiniest how little Cadbury eggs. How else? They're not know. birthed. <laughs> I thought you said they're not birds. I'm like, then what are they? Oh, my God. I'm sending <gasps> hummingbird this in the eggs. Did you know that concrete grows <laughs> in the uh, wild? <laughs> Did you know that the... Dogs don't, don't lay eggs. <laughs> but anyway, he's something today. He still gets the job, even though he hit Harry in the head with a bludger. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. So you win some, you lose some. I don't know. Like it says, I think he does. It is mentioned that he is like at the Battle of Hogwarts or something because McGonagall ordering Peaks to leave. Obviously, he's like underage. Um, oh, so it's yeah. Not known whether or not he snuck back in. Um, yeah, he could have. I don't know. He's described to be short but broad-chested. Peaks did not have the old brilliance of Fred and George. Um, but Some you know. people put hummingbird eggs in the chat for you. Okay. And that was Kate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some people. <laughs> I'm gonna Google like world. Why do you have that picture? Did you Google that? I Google. I Google it. What do you think? I just have it readily available. I don't know what you do with hummingbirds. <laughs> You live in Florida, oh, I'm not sure. A beer vein hummingbird, the <laughs> smallest egg laid by any bird. Is that a, so, Tiffany, you're right. But a specific hummingbird. It's of Jamaica. Jamaican and it's less than 10 millimeters in length. I don't know. Millimeters. Millimeters. It's small. It's small. It's small. Uh, let's look up Richie Coots. Except it's just cute. Oh, he's an attractive man. The picture that's on the week. It's a little blurry. Probably much better looking now because he's, you know, this is from the movies. Uh, he's a student at Hogwarts during the 90s. <laughs> and we know that they replaced the twins slash uh, Sloper and Kirk. Um, well, let's see. They played well enough. And, you know, they managed to stay on the team throughout the entire Quidditch season. It is mentioned by Hermione Granger that he and Peaks apparently caught Harry after he was knocked out from a bludger to the head that McClagan accidentally hit him with. That was nice. Um, <laughs> this is, for whatever reason, it says that. And this is at the end of the year, Albus Dumbledore was murdered by Severus. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a funny sentence, but Why that's is that that there. I don't Why know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, geez. It says not being in Harry's year. It meant that he would also be returning to continue his education in 1997 after the death of Dumbledore. 
I don't know. Okay. Um, but it, I don't know. It's unknown if he was um, actually at the battle or not, if or if he was too young to stay in combat. All right. Um, it says that he looked weedy, but he did aim well. So weedy. Yeah. Etymology from petticoat, a small coat from petty plus coat, originally a padded coat worn by men under armor. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. It says may reference to the character's place originally being filled by Fred and George Weasley and now being filled by a new man in armor. Quidditch uniform in quotes. Eh, it's a stretch. Or in parentheses. Um, so he saved the keeper position for last, hoping that there would be like le- his strategy was if he did it, if that one did last, he was thinking like everyone's going to be gone or most people are going to be gone. Yeah. So there's going to be less people, less pressure for those trying out, aka he's thinking out round. Um, but that wasn't the case, basically, because everyone who tried out was still there. Um, and then even the people that came to the tryout that weren't ever going to be on the team, like the Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws, like, I don't think any of them really left. And then a lot of people, after breakfast was over, like came down to the Quidditch pitch to uh, watch. Um, so it was a nice thought. The crowd had only grown larger. And then quoting from the book, it says, as each keeper flew up to the goal hoops, the crowd roared and jeered in equal measure. Harry glanced over at Ron, who had always had a problem with nerves. Harry had hoped that winning their final match last term might have cured it, but apparently not. Ron was a delicate shade of green. Um, And I think it's interesting, not that interesting, though, is that like it said goal hoops here, but earlier it said goal posts. So like. Maybe they're up by the hoops and not I by guess. the posts. But anyways, this is just a reminder that Harry, or not Harry, Ron isn't a bad Quidditch player. He just no. lacks the confidence in himself and doesn't think very highly of himself. And therefore, he lets that get in the way of him playing a good game. So we got Christmas below me. Okay. What? Christmas is below me is what I said. Below me. But anywhoosies, Ron, get your head in the game. Match. Gotta get you, get you, get you, get you in the game. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? What Disney movie? <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> I knew it was something cheesy. <laughs> See, you guys, we didn't have Disney Channel, okay? So you guys grew up with like Disney original movies, and I had to watch I feel them at like my friends that house. came out when I was in college. No, High not School the Musical? first one. When did high school? <sighs> Maybe oh, the second or third. That was the year I graduated. That was the year I turned 16. I got my driver's <laughs> license. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired and I want to finish this book. Uh, All right. Are we ready for lightning bolt? I've always been ready for lightning bolt. Okay. Kendra asks, did you have free periods in your high school? What did you do with your free periods if you did? Yeah. Yes. Talk it depends on when they were. If they were, the, <laughs> if if I didn't have to be at school for them, okay, the last one or like the beginning, I wouldn't have to go to school, or I would just hide in the library because I didn't want to talk to people. I we just sat and talked because I couldn't leave early. I think I had mine eighth period my senior year, and I couldn't leave early because I always had practice after school anyway, and it wasn't worth driving home and driving back. <laughs> life of cool (laughs) (laughs) no i just remember we sat like in like when you walked into our school it had like this big huge open space um and like they had wide open spaces yes (laughs) room to make a big mistake 
the auditorium was over here and like band was over here and like the gym was forward and there was like um not like a bench but like a spot where you can sit so we just like literally would like lay all over the place and just talk i don't remember doing homework but i'm sure i did i like hardly ever did homework i remember going to the (laughs) business center a lot and reading fan fiction (laughs) like a lot i would do homework so i wouldn't have to do it when i got home I was just like, yeah. I'm already in the school mindset. Might as well get it done. If I wasn't being studious, I was absolutely talking to my friends. I would read. Depending a lot. on who I was with. Yeah. But and not like, anything I, I needed to read. I don't remember doing homework. Like, that's not a memory that I have. Obviously, I did it, but like, I don't remember. You mean general or like when you're at school? Like, I remember a few projects, like working on projects at home like with my mom like i remember making a solar system with like the foam balls like i remember making a diorama in like second grade or something but like as far as like sitting at home and doing homework i not none of those memories came with me <laughs> i don't have any memory of that which is sad like i don't remember doing certain things it's not sad no. it's okay to <laughs> get rid of that one I guess is it I really that it. sad to not remember doing homework <laughs> it's sad to not remember things <laughs> just the fact that i'm not remembering makes me sad i i pretty much just read fan fiction or talked that's it you're amazing uh or yeah i would come in late or leave early or write those dumb little notes that you'd fold up into a little triangle triangle mm-hmm. yeah just to pass Ours it are squares I still have all, I all of mine from high school. Oh, oh I, I, do be, I don't I don't even talk to that, any of them anymore. Except I, I think crazy. I still have notes for Megan. I'll see if I can find any. I mean, I know we're exactly where they are, but I, I have notes from friends and from high school. Um, I actually have a note for my friend's sister. And she's like, I wish you were my sister. I was like, oh, gosh, sorry. No, ba- just based off of my Facebook post that will pop up in like yes, time hop, yes. I would be embarrassed to read any handwritten note that I ever wrote in my life. <laughs> handwritten notes in high school are the equivalent to when Facebook was like it had your name and it said like Katie is is is, and then yeah. you have to fill in what you're doing. It was like there's yeah. such stupid, <laughs> so bad stuff, so like, bad. Way back when uh, Marty and I first started dating, I would put song lyrics. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> or like, it'll all what all that'll pop up now is like what I was doing. So you don't see the Tiffany is part, and it'll be like, yeah, going to Cleveland to see the Irishman. So <laughs> how how old were you when you got Facebook? Eighteen. That's when you were allowed. Back in the day, you had to have the college, the right? college email to get I, it. Um, I was a senior in high school. So they should have done 17. that to you. Yeah. But like, I remember my very first picture was... <laughs> so at Mags, and I'm assuming they said this, I don't know, but there was four colors. And every year that graduated, like our, our color was red. So the year that we graduated, the incoming freshman, the next year, their color was red. Mm -hmm. And then for the four years, they would be red and they would just like the colors would cycle. Yeah. And ours was red. And so whenever we had like things that we had to do, and I don't remember what it was, but like we all were wearing like red stuff that day and (laughs) I cut all of my hair off. Not me personally, but I went and had done all of my hair super, super short, um, my senior year and I had it up half of it up. It was shorter than my hair is now. It was half up because I couldn't fit it all in a ponytail. So it's a tiny itty bitty little 
ponytail with the, all the rest down and like wearing a headband and I had someone's bread poncho on and that was my very first picture <laughs> on Facebook. I want to see it. I'll have to see if I can find it. You should Maybe be able to scroll I never took the it other down. way. I don't even know what mine is. I, I think I, de- I would go on mass deleting on Facebook so I don't even know what my first picture was. I'll leave it up for laughs. You know, we all grow. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next is from Nikki. If you could only do one spell non-verbally, what would you pick? Accio. Probably Avada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God. No, I don't know. Um Sectum Sempra, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I would want it to be something that I wouldn't want people to know that I'm using. So, like, yeah. Akio, like, whatever. I'm kill you in quiet. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to think. Honestly, maybe, like, last night before I started, like, actually crying. Instead of definitely kill you some with, sort of hex. Kill you with kindness. It's kill you with silence. Yeah. Kill you with silence. <laughs> With some kind of hex um, mag? Yeah, for sure. Because I don't want people to know that I used it. So it would be like, a, oh, you're pissing me off. Like, there you go. I'd want to do um, the... Because that's how I am. The um, uncontrollable leg curse. Just to like randomly make people <laughs> dance. Oh. No, look at oh. you. Get yelled at. Do you remember that? What are you holding? I do Where remember that. <laughs> what is it? Just giant Yeah, I know which picture it is. <laughs> Lord, um, Megan, I can't handle <laughs> me. Wait, uh, yes, look at your face. <laughs> I'm sure my hair is awful in that picture. Oh, that's is cute. that what's her name? Licking the one. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, Morgan asks, yeah. <laughs> which Hogwarts teacher would you befriend like the trio does with Hagrid? Remus. Remus. Which, I would which, also what? like. What did you say? Which, which teacher professor? would you want to befriend? <sighs> I wouldn't mind being friends with McGonagall. She's Dolores Umbridge. I don't think she'd be your friend though, and that's not just you. I think that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. <gasps> I'm just saying, she doesn't seem like the type she that would be friends with this. Yeah, she wouldn't want to be friends, friends with you. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> She's a very professional lady. Yeah. Uh, Flitwick. I'm going to say Flitwick if I can't mm. pick my Dumbly. Since technically he's the headmaster. You know what? I'm going to go Sprout. I was going to say Sprout would be fun. Yeah. And she I could be like, hey, can I have this plant? And she'd be like, sure, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, you know how many free plants Neville probably got? Yeah, right? Free plants. Sarah, did you answer? <laughs> I said Hagrid. Oh, okay. Hagar. Um, Shocking. Marguerite asks, I think this is the chapter where Ron starts to harbor jealousy, secret dislike towards the relationship between Harry and Hermione. Do you think so, too? I was actually going to say that. Hmm. I do think that this is kind of when it starts. Not a lot. Hmm. But it just begins building in his head this like stupid thing that's not true that he just sees because he likes her. So he's going to nitpick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have no idea what you just said. What? What was the question? This is the chapter when Ron starts to harbor jealousy towards Harry and Hermione's relationship. Do you think so, too? 
I think it's like little building blocks. These are Legos, yeah. if you will. It's little. And it's you little. just build a mountain of sadness. I think that, I, yeah. I think that it's also because they have a different they have a different relationship and they always will than he and Hermione does. Honestly, and like Ron so- is a very I and maybe when he's older it gets better, but we don't really get to see him like that. Mm-hmm. But like he's in very insecure. Mm-hmm. Uh and that plays a huge role into some people that don't understand um, opposite sex being fe- being female. <laughs> being friends. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh. All right. People of the opposite sex being friends and the, maybe somebody on the outside looking in on that can't read that because maybe they don't have that themselves and so they see people being comfortable with one another and assume it's more than friendship and i think that i mean who who is ron just strictly friends with that's female your mom Yeah, Luna. I wouldn't say they're friends. I wouldn't say say Luna and Harry are friends. Yeah, I would say Luna and Harry are friends, but I don't know. I would say like they're acquaintances. Yeah, he's not. I mean, she grows on him, if you will. She grows on Harry, too. He's not. I don't know. I would say they're friends. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so I don't think that he fully understands that kind of a friendship because he doesn't have that himself. And maybe he's also thinking of the fact that he was friends with her first and then it became like, Oh, I have feelings for her. And so he's maybe thinking like, yes, she's so, so does Harry. She's so amazing. She's so amazing. Who else wouldn't have feelings for her? Yeah. And he's also very self-deprecating and doesn't like himself, at least at this point in his life. Yeah. So he's saying, why wouldn't she pick Harry over me? He's better than me. He's this more than me. Blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. what do I have to offer her? Red hair. <laughs> and hand me down a robe. <laughs> There was something else I was going to say, and now I forget. That's mm. no, okay. Move on. A. Pats asks, if you had family or children at Hogwarts during this time, would you want them to come home? That's hard because is my home safer than this? Yeah. Because it, it probably isn't, you know? But well, being if I'm a- in America, yes, my home is safer because Voldemort's not here. But like... But Dumbledore's there. I think next year would be a different... Mm-hmm situation i'd be going into hiding for real yeah on the for real for real i'd be going you know yeah Yeah. year seven no yeah year six i think i would have allowed my kids to go to hogwarts yeah but i think it would have been a conversation anyway yeah it definitely would have been a conversation like is this the right decision okay at this point in time yes i mean think about the the students that have been there since uh I mean, they already Harry's, lived Harry's through the Chamber year. of Secrets. Or even, yeah, even year two, they're like, oh, Voldemort? Right. There was somebody on the inside already anyway, so <laughs> it's fine. Trying to snake in the plumbing? It's fine. It's no fine. big deal. It's no big deal. Um, I'm going to do one more. <laughs> this one is from Jess Fable and Feast. Would or have you tried kippers? What's the no. strangest or most adventurous <laughs> food you've ever eaten? Uh, no to the kippers and also no to the kippers both of those questions i would not have not will not in a boat <laughs> and i will not could not with a goat <laughs> um <laughs> i think uh if we're talking about like something okay well there's two i think it's also subjective for me for me that's been a minute escargot mm. escargot 
Uh, and uh, bone marrow. Mm-hmm. However, as weird as it is for me to say, bone marrow was really good on toast. <laughs> it's circling back to Shrek. <laughs> it's the jelly from your I'm just going to circle back. It's going to be good on toast. <laughs> uh, phrases millennials hate to hear. We're going to circle back on that? No, we're not. We were on a break. Uh, yeah, those two things. I... I did not care for snails. It wasn't so much flavor. It was texture for me. It was the only time you ever tried them on the cruise. Yes. It go was, to no, Le Petit no, at, no. First of all, go to Le Petit Triangle. First of all, it's phenomenal. I've already had a lunch of lizards, so I don't need to eat <laughs> any more bugs. But they, their escargot is better. And ge- in general, their food is Oh, their food is so good. It's their the texture that gets me. That's not going to change. It tastes like a buttery booger or something. Still, you should just go to Le Petit Triangle and get their food. Because <laughs> if you like I'll French food so and you're in Cleveland, Le Petit Triangle. Mm, so good. Very good. Le Petit Triangle. Contributed to the birth of Swish and Flick. So. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Oh, I was like, it did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> um, I would not try Kippers. I, are we surprised yeah the most um, adventurous thing megan's tried is iceberg lettuce <laughs> <laughs> no, i've tried i've tried conch fritters what's that uh it's like a sea snail, sea snail. yeah that's a no for me as well anything that has a shell <laughs> you actually you don't, crabs, like you actually I don't like lobster you actually you actually might like it because i actually didn't hate it because you mostly just taste breading but it was like a mental game for me, knowing that mm-hmm. I was eating something from the ocean. So I was well, like, "Well, if you think about it, crabs and lobsters are just bugs of the sea." So honestly, true. I mean, yeah, I would say that for me, the most adventurous uh, thing that I've eaten is probably any of the seafood that I've tried, just because I'm very like adamantly yeah, against eating seafood. But like, yeah. I've tried yeah. crab, I've tried lobster, I've tried shrimp, I've tried conch fritters. I just don't like any of it. That's fine. I'm trying to think if you can think of something like more adventurous than I don't know. I guess conch fritters is probably the most weirdest thing it I've tried. It might be what I what I'm gonna say because you also tried it. Oh, okay. oh interesting. Me, what is it? I mean, it's not like anything crazy, but I can't think of anything else. Um, I can't say I would never try kippers, but it'd take a lot of convincing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I tried haggis. Oh yeah, I did try haggis. I liked that, that actually. Stomach? It's, it's just cooked, cooked in, in a sheep sheep's stomach, stomach, but it's like just meat it's and stuff. It's basically like meatloaf. It, just it tasted like meatloaf. like meatloaf. It was really yummy. Yeah. It's just cooked in a sheep stomach. So like you think that and it's weird. Right. But like you don't actually eat sheep stomach. And the only reason okay. I was like, oh, felt like good eating it is like I didn't like order haggis. It came with like high tea, tea. So it was yeah. a little tiny little tartlet of haggis. I'd really like, right, like, I can like some tea and innards. I would, <laughs> I would get it again, if I'm being honest. I would try it again. Yeah, I would try it again. The All way right. that we ate it was, like, very different, too, because mm. it was high tea, so it was, like, in a little pastry. Yeah. I imagine that that is not normally how haggis is served. Right. Uh, so, like, I would actually like to try it, like, how it's normally meant to be oh, served, you true. know? Never mind. I was gonna say we didn't actually get those gator nuggets that one time. Oh no! I, G- gator I tastes like chicken. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I've Alligator heard. tastes like chicken. What? Literally so eating it. Li- yeah, so literally. That's pretty odd. I guess I've. This makes me sad to say, but I have had kangaroo jerky before too. That's interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't tell Jen. <laughs> Kangaroo jerky. Well, he already did. All right. So listen, there was, <clears throat> I don't know if it's still around here or not, but. Um, Here's me thinking I'm the one that's going to be eating the weirdest stuff because I like weird foods. And then Tiffany goes, I've eaten kangaroo. Look who I'm married to. That's not even a real word. Did you Kangaroo. 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 I think they Durky. Durky. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah. No, I guess. Have I eaten frog legs? I don't remember. Um, Marty's an adventurous food person. And there was a place up here. And it, like, specialized in all, like, different types of jerky. And I, we, I ate kangaroo. But I feel bad because they're really cute. They I don't feel cute. bad about any other. I just try not to think about it. <laughs> um, what's the weirdest thing? Oh, I would for sure try it. What's blood I'm pudding? Eating. I've eaten that. But what well, is black it? and white? There's blood too. in it. Oh, okay. but I uh, love black and white pudding. Um, I've had that. Um, uh, I've eaten frog legs. I've eaten um. Your dad likes frog legs. They're, they're, I remember when they're he, very good. Oh my god, you guys. I've we, had went, we went and sat down at a buffet and your dad just casually sits beside me and this is like early on and he's just dangling some legs in his mouth and i wanted to vomit <laughs> um what else have i eaten i love eel sushi is one of my favorite eel I, is good i love eel sushi um what else have i eaten that's like People think it's weird. People think it's weird that I eat sushi. I love sushi. Sushi's um, not weird to me. I've had beef tongue, mm. um, and I psyched myself out. It wasn't bad. You did. I remember I this whole fiasco. I psyched myself out so bad about it that I had like three bites of it, and I was like, I couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. But it wasn't that it was didn't it didn't taste bad. It was just I was. It was beef so tongue. in my mouth. Ma- my mouth. I was so in my mouth <laughs> about what I was eating. Um. I've had that. That was at El Carnicero, right? Uh-huh. Great Such food. a good restaurant, okay. you guys. Oof. What? Like, I don't know. I, I'm pretty much like, I'll eat almost anything. I at least try it once. Do you um, have, have you had kippers, though? No, I've never had the opportunity, right. but I would try it for sure. Um, I don't know. What else have I eaten that's like people think is weird? I remember watching. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Fear Factor a lot. And one time, you know, they make them like, eat a bunch of horrible stuff. But the guy asked her, the lady that was going to eat who knows what. He's like, what was, what's like the worst, grossest thing you've ever eaten? She's like, cold pizza. And we're like, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Cold pizza's life, man. I like cold pizza. I like cold I love pizza. cold pizza. Cold um, pizza's better than no pizza. Rocky Mountain Oysters. Anybody eating those? No, I know I've none of you have. That. Anybody Heck in the chat no. eating Rocky Mountain Oysters? I will tell you a funny story Absolutely about the very not. first time I ever had oysters. My cousin and I went out for like drinks and an appetizer, basically. And when we're together, we're fools. And so we had never tried them before and we wanted to track them. So we're at, I think this place is not closed. I think it was Tap House, Tree Mount, Tap House. Mm. Might not be closed. I don't remember. It was like three years ago. And we we order like six of them. And then I say to her, I'm like, how are we supposed to eat these? So then we're laughing. What are you eating? Oysters? Yeah. We are laughing Raw? hysterically as we're Googling. Yeah. Like oysters on, oysters on the half, in the half shell. shell. In the ice. Um, and then we're Googling how to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. We were laughing so hard. Um, and they're all right. But again, I truly will. Almost anything I will try at least yeah. once. I've eaten an oyster once and 
once again texture yeah. could not do yeah. i don't even remember what the flavor was but it, i it was yeah i don't i think i spit it out <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i did yeah i don't know that was a that was a loaded question listen when you talk <laughs> about food with us we're gonna talk <laughs> I'm trying to think of like if there's anything else that I've eaten. I swear to God there is, but I can't think of it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a very I'm a very particular eater, but I'll eat almost anything. Okay. Put bacon on it. Can't taste anything but the bacon. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, is that that's it? I said I was I think ask I think that's more. it. I think that's it. Um well. Happy to be the bearer of good news for me. Slytherin has won the House Cup. You didn't even announce bingo. Yeah, but but, but Gryffindor what? did win bingo. But I'm sorry, it just still wasn't enough. But shout out to Morgan. Wow. She got bingo today. She's a Gryffindor. You're so um, rude. But they they the just market. they just <laughs> fell short. They came in second. Gryffindor, you know, second well or done. nothing. Well done, Slytherin. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> But shout Put out to Slytherin. Go snakes, go. With 220 points. Oh, I almost sent a GIF that was not appropriate because it had a bad word. Mm, okay. It said hiss, hiss, be. A snake. Oh. <laughs> but it was Ka from Jungle Book. So <laughs> I thought oh, it was safe for a him. second. Oh, man. All right. Congrats, Meg. Thanks. Congrats, Slytherins. Who wants a fan story? I do. Okay. Me. This one comes from September of 2019. Oh, what? the days oh. before. The days uh, before. The days before. BC. <laughs> before, before COVID. COVID. <laughs> it's the new BC. Um, I hope I'm saying your name correctly, but this comes from Alina Liu. That's how I would say it. It's a so, pretty name. I, I agree. Swish and Flick podcast. I just wanted to start by saying thank you for creating this podcast because it holds such a special place in my heart. The podcast helped me revisit old memories from when I was younger, both good and bad. Being an only child, it was lonely growing up, but having Harry, Hermione, and Ron to grow up alongside is a feeling no one could ever authentically replicate. Back in middle school and high school, my family did not have much, so it was hard to ask them for anything I wanted. We came over to the States when I was about nine years old, and we bounced around Orange County, California for a good five years after our move. Not only did I miss out on reading the books, but I also missed out on the midnight movie premieres. I usually would spend my time at the school library reading and checking out the books while waiting for my parents to pick me up from school. I guess you could say I'm making up for all the lost time I could have had, but I'm not complaining because my 27-year-old... Hold on. Because being 27-year-old's Years old now, I probably value the series much more than my 15-year-old self. I had only recently reconnected with the kid inside me, and let me say, all of my Potter memories flooded my brain at full force. Two years ago, I was able to save up enough money to take a trip to London to visit Leavesden Studios, and the rest is history. The level of detail at the studio had me in awe because I stood in front of each set for, about, for at least 30 minutes to an hour to take it all in. For this Halloween, I am planning a Harry Potter themed party, which I am so stoked. I want to post the party photos on the Facebook page, if that is okay with everyone. I hope you did. P.S. Thank you, Megan, Tiffany, Katie, and Sarah. Kindest regards, Alina. You're welcome. 
<laughs> and thank you for the story. Yeah, that was super sweet. It, I love I love hearing when people like maybe they did miss out on you know like we all said we grew up with it. Maybe you did miss out on that, but like you still got into it. I love yeah. that. I also totally yeah. understand just standing in awe at Leavesden. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We quite literally spent open to close there. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. And I could do it again easily. The room with the Hogwarts model, I think we spent the most time in. Oh, yeah. We just like sat there and stared at it. Yeah. I can forever. see that. Yeah. I could see doing that. Just like pick different angles. <laughs> yeah. We're like, all right, let's sit over let's here now. Sit over here for a little bit. <laughs> but thank so you, Lena. Yes. Very sweet. All right. Did you know that the Goblet of Fire used to have a girlfriend? It's just an old flame, really. <laughs> oh my god. That's good. That's good. All right. Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Instagram at Tiffswish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Ding dong. What am I doing? Thank you for asking. <clears throat> Not much. <laughs> I've been teaching from home, which ends next week. Um, but I don't want to talk about that because that's a sad tweet. And yeah, finally took down some Christmas stuff. Ready to have not that up. I like the fresh slate like I always miss the lights and stuff but it's nice to just have it cleaned out for the year um got an espresso so that's been awesome highly recommend those things are good oh very good we cat very sat good. once and the, the place the person's house had one of those machines and we didn't know what the colors meant so like I don't know which one I picked but we put one in and Frickin I stayed rocket up. Rocket fuel, man. I stayed up till four in the morning. I was not tired. I could not sleep. Yeah. I've just been drinking the um like regular coffee ones. And I had the one that was like the one shot of espresso. And it was very good. It was very good. What else? I don't know. I was sick for so long and did like nothing. So I haven't really I still haven't done much. I like kind of put myself in another lockdown <laughs> if you will but i picked up um what is it called throne of glass and read a couple more chapters of that i asked sarah <laughs> if anything actiony happened yes because i'm not gonna lie you guys i'm pretty bored the they first one took me a while to get into <laughs> but like it picks up at the end I don't know how many days. I don't remember how many days it took. I just yeah. the first five books, I think, took me almost a full month. The only one I know for sure I read in a day was um, Assassin's Blade because I was determined to get because I read the first three. Then I read Assassin's Blade. Then I was reading the fourth one and I really wanted to get to the fourth one. So I wouldn't I didn't give myself more than a day. <laughs> That's You're all wild. I know. <laughs> yeah, but well, I remember I'm I'm pretty bored right now. So, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I'm not really doing much. Growing a baby. <laughs> um, are you finished? I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. I'm 
I did my 5K this morning. That was super fun. There were amazing characters out. I saw Pinocchio. I saw Abu. That's awesome. Lumiere and Cogsworth. Um, Sadness, Joy, Mickey, and Pluto. I think that was everybody. It was super fun, though. Um, and Katie does the 10K tomorrow, but I'm not going to take that away from her. She can talk about it more if she wants to. Um, I also picked up the next Throne of Glass book. I'm hoping to finish that this weekend at the latest. I really want to just like power through that series because I've just heard so many good things. And I also really want to read Shadow and Bone. And I also really want to read Crescent City before the next one comes out. I just have a lot uh, going on. So, yeah, but it's been fun. This weekend is just going to be crazy. Our like sleep schedule is going to be absolutely insane because we're also going to cheer on our friend Peter, who's doing what's called the Dopey Challenge, where he's literally running every single race this weekend. So he's doing a 5K. He did the 5K today, 10K tomorrow, half marathon on Saturday, full marathon on Sunday. Um, so we're going to be cheering him on on Saturday and Sunday, and all oh. the races start at 5 a.m. But you have to get there even earlier than that just because of crowds and stuff. So it's going to be an interesting couple of days. It's looked interesting so far. That race was cute this morning, though. I love that Lemire and Cogsworth were out. That was so cool. I was actually full on expecting Remy and Emil to be in France just because <laughs> of like the Remy ride. Right. Um, so then when I turned the corner and I saw Lumiere and Cogsworth, I was just kind of like stunned. I was like, oh, <laughs> I my think God. everybody was like from everybody. All the, the Disney people that I follow that do the races, they were like floored that those guys. Were yeah, out. They, like you really only ever see them in um, the show, the Beauty and the Beast show at mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios. Like they've I don't know if they've ever. Like been in Epcot. Yeah. Wow. Hey, remember when you thought I could ride Remy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah never yeah, though, good times. <laughs> yeah it starts so early even in the winter because the sun in florida is hot no matter what time of year it is and you want to be finished with your race mostly and you could possibly freeze at night which i did i think yeah. Magic literally Kingdom. finished like when the sun rose like yeah literally on the horizon <laughs> yeah it was awesome yeah i'm done yeah i'm running 10k tomorrow it's gonna be super interesting because yeah you've had a little bit of a yeah mishap in your training yeah so just be really adamant about getting to the front of the corral so that you like give yourself some leeway, leeway with time yeah i know it's just like you'll be fine. i mean i'm just gonna go and like do the best i can like it's whatever i'm just like curious to know how my body will react to it you know that you can yeah. do it yeah my body has done it before those so races are again. so hype, Kate. You're no. going to be adrenaline pumped. Totally. Like, and I you remember... get to go through Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So, like, when you're in the parks, you're just yeah. going to be, like, excited. Yeah, you're going to be, you're just going to be happy. I remember, like, being surprised. Because, like, I mean, sometimes you have great runs, right? And sometimes you're right. going to have a crap run. It doesn't matter if you've been running <laughs> a day or five years. It doesn't matter. <laughs> a, a, crap a crap run. run. Yeah. Um, but, like, I remember when I did my 10K last time, like, with the music and everything, like, you're jazzed. Yeah, I, like, prepared to, like, listen to a book or listen to music. But, like, they had music playing in the parks. And I was like, I don't even know why I brought headphones. Like, I would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, I can't yeah. tell you how many runs I've had. 
<laughs> They're all pretty crappy. <laughs> Please, everyone, send vibes that never happens to me. <laughs> Let me tell you, crossing that finish line smelled like that powder that yep. they used to clean up puke and it yep. was disgusting <laughs> but it goes away quick you just smell it for a second Ugh, and, and i just like saw it. piles of that powder everywhere and i'm like what did you it's like yeah. elementary school man yeah <laughs> i'm like you guys must have just like absolutely booked it to exert yourself that much like this was yeah. a fun 5k you could have walked it let me tell you, you. could have walked it watch starting <laughs> like watching the start line and like some people were sprinting i would have been gassed within 30 seconds one of our friends who did it today finished the 5k in 20 minutes i know who got did they, they have rankings though you can see right yeah, yeah they, they do, do. But i don't know first i don't know if they've i don't know if they've posted that yet it was it's on the tracking thing and did they have the a last good time run? I did a race? We had to go over like the very first thing you go over is a bridge, and as we started getting on it, someone was already coming back through. Like that's how fast they were. We're like, we just started, <laughs> and then we walked. Uh, yeah, but I d- wasn't wearing like. Sometimes I I can't run. I get it. Sometimes my boobs are just like <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I get it. But that's it. Not for that reason, but I get it. I hope I read. I said not for that reason, but I get it. I want to read a book soon because I haven't in a while. I am really pushing her to read The Hating Game because I freaking love that book so much. It's my plan. Read it. It's per usual. I'm not doing anything. I've read four books so far this year. Not doing anything. Read four (laughs) books. Had some runs. No crap runs. <laughs> crap no runs. crap runs for me. I have biked two days in a row, three days this week. Did you bike today? Hmm? Yeah. I did indeed. I biked indeed. whilst reading because I like. So I just finished. What is this called? The Death of Jane Lawrence. Um, and it started out really strong. It's like a gothic novel, uh, and then like halfway through to like. 60 75% it just was Did long. It fall flat for you yeah it just and it was weird which like gothic novels are like I've only read two gothic novels and then I've seen Crimson Peak which is also like a gothic which is also weird and then um, Mexican Gothic I think is the other book I read that last year which I really really liked but was also like there's very weird aspects in it um I like that. I like Mexican Gothic more than I like this. Um, it was still good. It just kind of lost me in the end. So I was like really struggling to like finish it today because I was like, I want to read something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what I'm going to read next, I have no idea, but I'll figure it out. Um, I, that's, I mean, I don't have anything else to say really. All I've done is read and that's it. I don't know. It's been, it's been, pretty, and none uh, of the books have been like that good. Quiet. Yeah, like nothing spectacular yet. No, I mean so it's. I'm waiting for a good five. January sixth, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I started off last year with the very first book I gave that five stars, and that was Obama's book that I really liked. It mm-hmm. took me two weeks to read it, um, because it was heavy material, but I yeah. liked that a lot. Um, but I mean, I did buy like eighty books, um, in the past like two weeks, so I have a lot to choose from. So yeah, see what I pick now. You're basically a library at this point. Yeah. I was going to reread. I started rereading Crescent City before the book, the second one comes out. Mm-hmm. 
But like going in, knowing like how sad the beginning is and like how sad a lot of it is. Um, Who wrote that? Sarah, JMS, SJM. Hmm. Should I read that? It's good. I like it a lot. It's just, it's just sad. So like I. Is it action-y? Am I going to be bored? No, there's action in it. It's is thick though. And since it's the first book in a whole new like world, is there it's a lot of world building, so it's dense. Spicy? Uh yeah, a little bit. I mean it's an adult series, so like I don't want to spoil things. But like, yes and no. Okay. But like one of the taglines for the second book is like five hundred percent more sex. So um, Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, and I did, I did start reading another book, Rose, or Ruin of Rose, or Ruin of Ruin, Rose. or Ruin of Rose. Is that what it's called? I don't know. And I, I, I put it down because, um, I didn't love it. I might end up picking it back up because someone said like the second book was way better, but the blonde bibliophile read it, um, too, or, and I think she DNF'd it as well, Ooh. but she was like, it's very crass for like no reason and like i a thousand percent agree with her and i literally was like i just in the middle of like a paragraph and i was like i don't know if i want to continue reading it so i put it down who knows i might pick it back up i i don't know but at this point in time it's a it's sitting on my floor hmm. so okay who knows what's gonna happen next i don't cool yeah all right well, that's it. I also wanted to add really quickly that I watched Encanto for the first time. Highly, highly recommend. Super it good. might be. It might be my favorite. I started watching it. I turned it off because I got sad. So <laughs> it's so good. I've heard. I've heard. People I have a get question sad. for people. So like message me or like whatever, because if you're on like Goodreads or something and you can't give like a half star like if you can't say something's like 3.5 stars do you round up or do you round down Tiffany told me to round up at least on the one book you did I feel like it would I'm just curious about people people's opinions because like I would give this a 3.5 but I gave it a 4 on Goodreads okay just I just want I mean according to math you're supposed to round up huh aren't you supposed to round up when it's 5 yeah but like I don't know I someone I followed, they're like, if they give it like if it's like a 3.2, 3.5, 3.7, she always just puts a three because she puts whatever numbers first. Mm, I get that. Because it's not quite a four. I guess it would just depend on how you feel about the book. Like yeah. if you could give it a little extra, sure, or if you feel like you couldn't, you go down. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Any hoosies. Uh yeah, that's it. There's a lot of things happened in this episode, and I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> everything okay well that concludes this week's episode thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down <gasps> amazing just my voice it's like your mom drinking water oh you know oh god on purpose Her, she sneezes loud on purpose sometimes you do yeah, but not like her. <laughs> yeah, but not to that extent. Bottom tooth family guy. Bottom tooth? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he goes like me. And they're all sitting there clearing their throats and they're saying, like, who can do it the loudest? Ooh, you did it very well. It's not I've your first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing it a long time. We ready? Mm-hmm. 
Freddy, Freddy. Okay. All right. Baby. <laughs> Bye, Swishers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.